0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, a diabetes-centered web uh, podcast where we discuss, hash out, laugh at, and try to get to the nitty-gritty of what makes our type 2 diabetes so horrific, or what makes it, you know, part of our bodies. (laughs) We don't want this. We don't really want this at all. We want to be able to um, get rid of this and along the way of getting rid of type 2 diabetes, which can be done with a proper, uh, a proper healthy diet. And I'm not talking about, well, we'll get into that later. But anyways, uh, besides that, we also want to talk about the things that people don't talk about, the things that are kind of embarrassing, the things that kind of get us um, a little bit Embarrassed, if we can say that. In any case, this is just an introduction to let you know what we're talking about. This will cover many, many things. And some things may not even be diabetes related, but coming from a diabetic person of eight years, I'm pretty sure that you can take my word for it or not. It's up to you. In any case, thank you so much for joining me along with this podcast, this new podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Share it with some friends. I will be uh, providing resources as well as trying to help you as best as I can to manage your type 2 diabetes. I am not a doctor. I'm not a medical personnel. I am just someone who has experienced diabetes and am quite tired, actually, of experiencing the, the, the pitfalls of falling back into my old habits, you know, when you think you got it controlled and then (laughs) you don't. In any case, that's just a little snippet of what's going to be going on on this podcast. So if you're interested, stay tuned because there'll be more coming. This is Danielle and you've you've joined me at type two, take two. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2, this one and uh, new podcast that I, Danielle Vallette, have started to just get you all excited about the possibilities of getting away from the, the norm or the lie of diabetes, because I have to tell you, Type 2 diabetes is not where you have to stay. And because of that, I just wanted to uh, a po- start a podcast and let you know the possibilities. And with that, I also want to introduce to you a guest of mine, a very special person. Uh, hey, how about you tell yourself, uh, tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm Ren, the name
1: i myself Ren because that's, I don't know, they just all call me Ren. So I'm from the Netherlands and uh, I'm uh, Danielle's husband.
0: yeah that's pretty good you're from the netherlands you're my husband hey where did we meet actually
1: we met online on an international uh chat uh, program yeah i I think that's what they call it the chat program international we spoke for a long time and then we
0: finally met up yeah it was actually really cool i was very excited to finally meet you see you on the See when I got out of the gate. And uh, that was really exciting because, one, I mean, I was traveling across the world. I mean, it was really exciting to meet you, but I was across, I was traveling across the world, too. So that was really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and then, two, of course, being able to see your beautiful blue eyes. And, of course, that's what uh, made me fall in love with you.
1: Well, I'm glad this doesn't have pictures so they can't see me blush.
0: <laughs> well... I'm really excited. and now, how are you doing today? i'm
1: I'm I'm feeling pretty pretty well, yeah, thank you.
0: Good, good, good. I mean, you wonder how I'm doing because I wonder
1: I was just gonna <laughs> ask you what about
0: you. <laughs> ah, well, I'm doing well too. you know i uh I uh, woke up. It's a Sunday morning. I woke up. I was really excited about eating, uh, but I was trying to be careful with what I ate because I've limit I've started to limit my uh, carbohydrates down to twenty. Okay. Uh, 20 total carbs. And uh, adding that in and looking at the foods that I wanted to eat, I, I was able to do it. But then I felt like I was kind of dieting.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I felt like, it, and this whole time I haven't felt like I've been dieting, but today I felt like I was dieting. How come? Oh, I, I felt so restricted today. Do you have
1: any idea where that came from?
0: <sighs> I think it's because I was so bent on. Keeping my protein at a certain amount because I'm trying to do that now to avoid uh, gluconeogenesis, and we can get we can talk about gluconeogenesis later, you guys. But in I was just trying to avoid that, which you know that'll spike your insulin. As a as a diabetic, you don't want that, right? (laughs) So so I was trying to watch that. I was being very trying to be careful with that, and then um, but I did feel very productive. Good. Yeah, I did feel very productive. I made—I don't know if you noticed, but I made mayonnaise. Oh, I didn't. No,
1: I didn't. I didn't (laughs) notice the
0: mayonnaise. I I noticed the bread you made, though. Ah, I already tasted it. It was pretty good, huh? It was really good. I finally took a slice of it, and then I took another slice. I said, "Oh, I'm not going to count the carbs. (laughs) Not, but the carbs are not low. They're not high because. But what? What about the mayonnaise? Oh man, yeah. I call it apple cider vinegar mayo or i'm gonna have to come up with a title you know because i'm gonna have to put it on the blog uh but apple i used apple cider vinegar i used um some olive oil i used two egg yolk did you use mustard as well no but that's where the apple cider vinegar came in anyway yeah, okay it's a replacement yeah and i added a little bit of sweetness to it because okay. yeah but how did it taste it tasted pretty good i was yeah. really i was i was impressed i kind of knew it was gonna taste good i kind of planned it out in my head which is something i don't normally do well okay yeah i do but i usually kind of taste it along the way but i didn't do that this time i just made it and Mm -hmm. i was like super impressed
1: yeah because i remember we made mayonnaise before once or twice yeah and um i followed a certain recipe they gave out and i didn't really like it
0: yeah i didn't like it I I, I
1: i really didn't like it actually it was horrible
0: it wasn't the best i was i was hopeful I think I liked it because I was hopeful because it was uh, low carb, and I think because it was low carb, I was hopeful. I said, "Oh, finally a mayo that's not made with um, vegetable oil or something." Okay,
1: yeah, so, that's what we're always looking for, right? Low carb,
0: at yeah, low carb. Yeah, low at least low carb and and not made with inflammatory oils like exactly. like vegetable or canola or you know soy. So when we made it ourselves, I was like, yeah. Oh, but, I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> I want to taste a taste. Oh, I hope you like it. But if you don't, I won't be offended because I think this is going to be an acquired taste. I think we're going to have to find something a little bit more neutral, like avocado oil for that. I yeah. Think. You know, uh, uh, olive oil is great or not extra virgin olive oil because, you know, extra virgin olive oil gives that flavor. Mm-hmm. But if you just get regular olive oil, it doesn't. Okay. So maybe that will be the neutral or the neutrality part of it. Cool. Yeah. No, we're gonna give that a try. Yeah, no, we will. Cool, cool. Okay, well, um, just as you all know, uh, I am a type two diabetic. So am I. By the way, I'm too. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we both are a type two diabetic, uh, type two diabetics, and our scales are a little bit different. Our ranges are a little bit different. And I'll give you a little story about how I discovered my diabetes. And then I'll ask Renee to do the same. And you'll notice that as we go along, I'll be asking every guest that we have on to do the same. So that way you can get an idea of what's going on in the diabetic world. That doesn't necessarily mean that um, we will be, you know, being clinical because we can't give medical advice. But what we can do is tell you our experiences. I mean, they could be happy experiences. I mean, who's who's really happy about being diabetic, right? Yeah, you got me thinking. I was like, okay, I'll let you go first. <laughs> You're like, let me find a happy moment in my diabetes while well, I'm alive. So I guess that's a happy moment. Yeah. But but uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a woe is me moment either. I mean, there have been times uh, due to my diabetes where I just had to laugh at myself, but I'll uh, I'll I'll give you some. I'll just tell you how I realized I was diabetic, and then uh, I'll let Renee take the floor and he, he can tell you. So uh, when I when I was 29, I was in business school, and I was learning how to work in business. Well, surprise, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you're going to business school. What are you going for? <laughs> business. Oh, <laughs> but. I was there and in the uh, as I was uh, studying to be in business I was really excited about it and at first I felt like I could concentrate really well and I was and I was doing well in class but one day as many other days because I do this a lot I went out to eat and I was living in the US at the time in California to be specific and when I went out to eat I didn't just go out to eat you know I mean some people eat normally. Some people, you know, will go get a meal and they'll eat the meal and they're fine. I mean, is that something that you ever done? Like you just grab a meal and you're like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> no, no. So first, <laughs> oh, I, I laugh because I'm ashamed and you guys might feel this way too. And that's all right because it, it happens this way. I went to the restaurant. I went to a fast food restaurant. I can't even remember which one. I went to the restaurant. I ordered my meal. I don't remember what it was, but I ordered it, and it was a big meal. It was like a, you know, like a going up higher on the thing, bigger than a kid's meal, but smaller than a family pack. And you knew that, and I knew it, and I knew it. But I was looking forward to it. I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be delicious." I was excited. I was excited.
1: But but just a quick question: Was that because you knew it was so much, or just ah.
0: that's why you ordered it, or? or? <laughs> Probably. That's what I mean. You know, because, you know, I have, uh, I have issues. I have issues with, um, with, uh, eating and slowing down and, and, you know, I don't know. I just have issues and everything. So what you, what I really, really, really want is a lot. When I have money, I want a lot.
1: That's what I mean.
0: Okay. So. It doesn't matter if I'm that hungry. I just want my money to get as much as I can. Yeah,
1: you want
0: it worth it. Yeah, I want it to be worth it. So after I bought that, after I bought that meal, I went to an ice cream place. And I don't know if it was an ice cream place or if it was another fast food restaurant. But in there, it was ice cream with brownies, brownies in them, Mm -hmm. like real brownies. I I mean, I, I, I had it. And I ate it, and I was just like, "Yeah," but you know, I was kind of feeling crappy too. I wasn't feeling very nice, but it was normal. It was like, "Oh yeah, I'm full." (laughs) Okay, so why weren't you feeling nice? Well, you know, actually, I was feeling like I was having your burning urination. Okay. I was having burning urination, and I didn't know what exactly it was about. But I said, "Okay," so I grabbed my food and I ate it, and I brought some of it with me because you know where I was headed. Mm No. To (laughs) I was headed to the clinic. Oh, my word. I was headed to the clinic, and I said, "I'm going to." And you've you've been at the clinic with me, and yeah. you've waited, uh-huh. right? And so I I kind of snuck my food in, and I ate what I could eat. Well, I ate in the parking lot. Wow. Yeah. And, and then I came in, and I sat down and I waited my turn. They called me in. They uh, I I explained my symptoms. They took my urine. They came back. Do you know what they said?
1: No, you have to tell me.
0: <laughs> they actually they didn't say anything cuz they were kind of freaked out. They had they rushed in, they pulled me down, they had me sit down. They're like, "You're you're not okay. You're not okay. You're not okay. Are you feeling okay?" I mean, there was these nurses coming back and forth, I mean, back uh, and forth. Everybody was rushing around. Your me. Levels were big. She's like, "Woo!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, but did you know I never knew I was diabetic? That was the first time I was ever notified oh, that okay. I was yes. Very first time. Same with me. Yeah, and so I ate all that, and uh, yeah, it was crazy. So that's my story, or at least a little introduction to my diabetes. What well, yeah. impressive! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get a medal. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you hear any applauding in the background, that's just because of her story.
0: <laughs> and how about you? What was your what's your diabetic story?
1: Well, it's um, I just didn't I didn't sleep. And uh, I wasn't tired. I wasn't tired either. So I've been working for about uh, the longest time ever. But the last, the, the, there was like, before I, they they found out. And um, before they found out, basically, I, 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 I hardly slept for four months. Ooh. You know? And, and I kept uh, having the feeling that I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But nothing came. Yeah. And, um, but I wasn't tired. I wasn't really tired as well. I was pretty much... Uh, because you're so high level of course you're pretty hyper right yeah so uh went working every day and uh, in the end it was just like ridiculous but i went through a situation where i thought i had a lot of stress right because i just gone through uh, a divorce and all that stuff mm-hmm. and etc and um
0: sure talk about stress
1: yeah but i know i noticed that um we were working at this uh, we were working at city city at the city hall mm-hmm. um and they had a, a machine there which you could get cans of, of, of cola or whatever out of that, right? Mm-hmm. And I I kept being thirsty because I was thirsty a lot, a lot. And then a co-worker of mine, he said, man, I don't know, but you seem diabetic. I said, what do you mean? I never – well, I've heard of diabetics, of course, but yeah. I didn't know what the symptoms were or whatever.
0: Man, on-the-spot diagnosis.
1: Exactly. So what I did is like, well, let me just go see a doctor then because he might be right because I, I just – I, like, attacked that machine where you can get the vending machine, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I drank it all, basically, because I was thirsty constantly. Like, every, yeah. I finished it, and then I just crave for more. Yeah. But anyways, the same day, I went to the doctor, and uh, he, he took some blood, right, of course, uh, just to check the levels. And I was, um, what he said is, uh, well, basically, you're on the edge of, of dying, because it's so high, it's
0: oh, almost impossible.
1: So he instantly gave me an insulin shot oh
0: gosh what if, that's scary
1: yeah and sent me to the sent me to the to the hospital instantly so mm-hmm. the the following week all following week i was in and out of the hospital internists and and you name it um to check my uh my uh prostate mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff my, uh, they uh camera works to check your kidneys and etc and yeah. Uh, yeah my levels were as high as they got and they gave me high doses of insulin and i still shoot shoot i'm still using insulin and uh till this day and um yeah that's why i found out i was i was yeah
0: that's horrible
1: yeah pretty but, much
0: but thank goodness you had some friends at least coworkers who you knew, knew some signs yeah that's i, really I good. think
1: eventually i would have gone to the doctor just to but like i said i was going through a lot of stuff as well at that time and um yeah well i just ah, thought it was stress of course. right
0: of course yeah of course. but That's not sleeping
1: thinking. and yeah, and 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 you know when you because it went all through the night till early morning
0: mm-hmm.
1: like every 10 minutes i thought i had to go like my bladder was full right i had to go to the toilet but nothing right. came uh. and and that feeling stayed so I, eventually i would have gone to the doctors anyways but yeah since that day i'm uh I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm part of the club. Yeah.
0: Woo. Yay. (laughs) Excellent. Well, you know, it's good to hear. It's good to hear you guys about what people go through. So maybe if you are going through those type of symptoms or going through some of those uh, experiences that you, too, can find out or at least, you know, get a heads up, you know, it's better to know than to not know because once you know you can do something about it but as long as you don't know or hide or hide behind it you're just going to be getting worse and worse and that's not cool so
1: yeah they call it the silent uh
0: yeah the silent killer right silent killer that's
1: yeah. and and for a good reason right
0: yeah exactly cuz i mean out, i mean outside of some some pain you know maybe some uh some pain that you may have here and there like headaches and whatever you don't really know what's going on like It just, it just, you just think, yeah, you think it's stress or whatever. Mm. So thank you for sharing that. That's really, I really appreciate that. But, um. You're welcome. Yeah. It's a little hardcore, guys. Um, you, you find out, people find out every day that they are diabetic and they don't know what to do about it. So it's better to be wise and open and, and, and not shut things down, but, uh. On a completely different topic, I want to talk to you about. Uh, yeah, well, I want to ask you actually, what is one thing, Renee, that you've uh, heard about diabetes that you thought was true that you found out later wasn't true?
1: Well, I, what well, I found out about diabetics that wasn't true.
0: Yeah. What is what is something that, that they said
1: it was true, but yeah. later on turned out it wasn't true? Yes. Well, they well, it might sound really funny or scary, maybe I don't know. But they told me that when, once you're diabetic, you're just like waiting to die, right? Ah, uh, yeah. it sounds very mm-hmm. m- macabre, or however you want to call it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, everybody basically since the day you're born, you start dying already, right? Right.
0: Yeah, that's, that sounds <laughs> I, mean, funny I shouldn't laugh, but yeah. it's true. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I found out that um, if you're really in- take it serious because that's the thing about diabetics you gotta take it serious yeah and that's why they call it all these things the silent killer etc of course because you don't like you said you can feel really good right when Mm -hmm. your values are way too high peaking you still feel good yeah and um if you don't take it serious yeah then you will um destroy you will destroy things in your body like your kidneys and stuff and 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 etc you will your bladder or anything because your little uh, blood vessels they they will just die on you if you don't take it serious right
0: yeah yeah
1: so i found out to answer your question that um that is not true if you take it serious you can uh, just become very old and live very well with it
0: yes that is so encouraging too that is that's very encouraging because that is exactly what people hear when they hear that they have diabetes they they hear a death toll yeah
1: you And know that's the, the that's the the hard thing about it because you don't see it on the outside yeah and people might think oh well you know it's diabetics. you don't even feel it yourself sometimes exactly, right exactly yeah they don't see it and and they think like yeah whatever yeah but um yeah you can really really live very healthy when you know what to do Mm -hmm. and then you do it and then yeah you can just become oh it's like like everybody yeah 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 Yeah. and it doesn't hold you back on doing things i mean you can still swim you can play piano although i never could before so (laughs) it doesn't mean now you're diabetic that you can but you can do everything you know what i mean right
0: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) absolutely well as far as i'm concerned one of the things that i uh I heard was true that I am now learning is not true is that as a type two diabetic, the reason why, uh, the reason why you need to take insulin is because you don't have enough insulin. Exactly. And now for a type one diabetic, that's correct.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They, they don't make enough, their pancreas doesn't make enough insulin. They need the help for a type two diabetic. That is incorrect. Yes. that is incorrect <laughs> and so you know there's a little truth bomb for you if you're type 2 diabetic it's not and you have to take insulin you're, you've been prescribed insulin it's not because you don't make enough insulin
1: it's got because you got you haven't got enough
0: well you you make too much you already make too much insulin as a yeah. type 2 diabetic you have free-flowing insulin in your body well actually that's what I meant. yeah 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 but but the way I learned it, it was that the as a type 2 diabetic, you need to take insulin. If you get too bad in your diabetes, then you have to take insulin because then your body is not making enough insulin. And so that's my truth bomb. And I, I, we can get into more detail about that, but I want to go ahead and give the, disc, the medical disclosure once again. I am not a medical doctor. I am just a learning things. And nutrition-wise is uh, the standpoint I'm coming from. As far as how you can do better in your diabetes. And uh I cannot tell you not to listen to your doctor. I can only tell you to uh yeah, research things for yourself, right? Yes, and listen to your body. And listen to your body. Like seriously, listen to your body. Your body tells you a whole lot more things than um some, a doctor will tell you. And a good doctor will tell you to listen to your body and say, Well, how do you feel? Exactly. So that's really important. And so I mean I really think that's really exciting. Now Usually, we would share um, some resources, but right now I don't have any resources to, to hand over. So I just want to give you a word of encouragement, um, if that's okay. Um, is that all right, Renee? Yes. Okay, cool. Of Cause... course,
1: that's what the <laughs> podcast
0: is for, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, I just want to let you guys know that you and I and those around you are in a unique position where you can help others physically spiritually and emotionally. it's it's the perfect union of what Jesus has called us out to do. Yes it's a, I, I will talk about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, amen. Um, amen. <laughs> we are more than just people standing in the paths of someone's crossroads and we have to we have to remember that we are more than just people standing in the middle of someone's crossroads. Sometimes and most times, we are the only true arrow pointing to the way so we need to be available and we need to be able to let the light the 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 truth that we have in us shine so sometimes and most times we are we are ourselves broken light bulb broken light bulb projects and what that means is yeah we we have all the power to shine but maybe we're a little bit broken too and it doesn't feel like we can give out anything but when we give, we start to get as well. Exactly. And I think that makes a big difference. I think that makes a, a humongous difference, and that may have sounded very, uh, uh, oh, what is that word? Psychological. Maybe, maybe a little hoo ha <laughs> or woo woo. Not really. No, I also like. I like.
1: I'm not trying to. In, in, just what what I think as well is that. Um, it's good that that there's things like this like podcasts and all that stuff so you can learn when you've just been diagnosed diabetics yeah um i'm just jumping in right
0: yeah please do
1: but it, may, it might may, might sound very different from what we, you were just saying but <laughs> when right. you're a diabetic and you're just being diagnosed read talk a lot especially talk a lot to people that have already been diagnosed a, a bit before you yeah or, but just in the past i mean so they can tell you a lot of things that are. Um, Cause so many things you know uh food wise and all that stuff you yes. can learn from them you can make it so easy for yourself because yes. i remember when i got diagnosed i didn't know what to do and i thought um i was gonna die you know what i mean yeah. i rather had something really really serious that i either die or i was or i was cured but this was very hard because you remember you got to live with this for the rest of your life right. you can make it so easy for yourself by listening and finding out what would be best for you Exactly.
0: Okay, again. Hey, sorry. well, no, that was great. I mean, that was a great word of encouragement. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I would like to, I would just like to add to that point. If you, if you don't know where to go or if you don't know who to ask, I don't want to say check to check on uh, uh, Google because I'm, I'm kind of on a Google, <laughs> I'm kind of banning Google from, my, <laughs> but I do want to say go online and look up good low carb, high fat recipes to help your body. You may say, what in the world? My doctor says, uh, I can't eat high fat. It's going to, it's, it's artery uh, clogging and it's going to, it's going to raise my cholesterol and it's going to give me more problems with my heart. Ah, calm down, calm down. Those are the bad fats. Those are the bad fats. Those are the bad fats. I do want to encourage you to check out a low carb, high fat eating program. Um, I, we do run a blog. We, we call it The Lucky Stove. And we will have some resources. Uh, we do have resources, recipes on that blog, on that website. However, we will also have, coming soon, the type2take2.com two, two, uh, website, wherein you can find many resources, as well as the recordings of these uh, podcasts, just in case you want to go back or you want to send a, send the link over. You can always find it here on Spotify or Apple or any of the players that you you listen to. But also I'm, what I'm trying to say is if you just want to click on it and you're on your computer, then I want that to be available to you all too. So um, you be sure to find your resources. Renee plugged it in right there. He said, talk to other people. those they are great resources. Now you may get some people who who just you know rain on your parade. But that's OK. Give them an umbrella and you get under it, too, because maybe they just need a little hand up instead of, you know, a brow beating. There's enough of that going on, right?
1: Exactly. There's I mean, a lot of that going on.
0: There's a whole lot of that. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you listening to us. We know that this is a, a bit short, but we're going to try to keep it that way. We don't want to be too uh, too heavy with too much information. But if it just happens that our the information is heavy. It's because we have a lot of things that we want to share with you uh, on that podcast. And we hope that you stick around for the next one. Yep. Yeah? All right. Well, Renee, thank you so much for uh, being with me on this first uh, official podcast, number one, episode one. And uh, I hope to see you back again, maybe more often than not.
1: Yeah, well, we're married, so I guess you can (laughs) run into me every now and again. We eat the same food, people oh, live in yeah. the same spot, so oh, yeah,
0: that you know that makes a difference, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I run into her, yeah, but uh, thank you for having me, and uh, I'm, I hope that I can, uh or did, uh, inf- have some influence on people or whatever in a good way because, um, it, it might sound especially when you I can imagine when you just got diagnosed that you I was c- quite uh resistant, you know, I didn't yeah. want to have anything to do with it, like I said, I felt like I was gonna die because i had to change everything in my life like i can't eat this no more i can't do this no more and that. And i was like you know what i mean so but i found out after a few years now that it is important to talk and listen to people that are in the same uh position yeah and situation i mean so uh it learned i learned a lot from that and it make things way easier and more positive especially inside my head and um the way i felt not just physical, but mentally, mostly mentally, I think, because that was really bad, my mental state of being that, that time. So, yeah, and I'm happy today. So please take this advice and um, ask questions or, or, you know, don't just do it all by yourself. That's basically what I got to say. Awesome.
0: I thank you for having me. Hey, you're very welcome. Well, guys, uh, just so just to reiterate what he said, you're not alone. Ask questions. Uh, get around in good support of people, people who will encourage you, and remember that you are, you may be, you may be diagnosed with a type two diabetes, but you can take this and turn it around. That's what type two take two means. We're taking a second look at type two diabetes.
1: Exactly.
0: Thanks again for joining us. We'll we'll uh, hear from you hopefully, but you'll be hearing from us uh, in a in a week. And have a great day. Great day. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.